we just know we, we can't take any associate for granted and, and we need to make sure we're doing everything we can to, to keep them engaged and, and, and retain them for, for the long term. Once again, folks, thank you so much for joining us here on Compass One Connections. I am your host, Tommy Kane, and today we're going to be sitting down to chat with the Senior VP of HR for Compass One Healthcare, Andy Moss. And Andy is joining us from North Carolina, correct, Andy? That's right, in the heart of Charlotte. Um, let's dive right into it, Andy. I know what we want to talk about today on the podcast is really... We, it's such a big topic, and I know it is, and if we could talk for hours on it, really, on the best way to do it, but we're going to really focus on retention of um, associates today and recruitment and retention, and what is the biggest challenge overall that you see with just retaining our associates day in and day out? Sure. Yeah, it's it's a top priority for us, as you mentioned. It, it always has been, and I think the pandemic over the past year has just reinforce the importance of making sure that we do whatever it takes to to retain our associates because there is a huge cost that 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 is associated with it Tommy so uh, you know we everything that we do is is connected and we try to think about the associate from from a kind of a life cycle perspective how long from the day they start with us to the day they leave with us and what 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 does that look like and what can we do as leaders to help make sure we're doing everything we can to retain. So we we train our managers to to make sure they understand the importance of what they how they contribute directly to retaining their associates. And then we kind of go from 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 there and making sure we're giving people everything that they can have in their toolkit to, to to do that. And I think you know the great thing about Compass One is we have a culture where it's a people first culture. Right. And and so things like communication, recognition, um, making sure people have flexibility in their roles when needed, you know, all those kinds of things help contribute to it. Um, and we just know we, we can't take any associate for granted and, and we need to make sure we're doing everything we can to, to keep them engaged and, and, and retain them for the, for the long term. So. Let's talk more about just this past year. I mean, unprecedented. Nobody knew what was going to happen one month to the next. How did you guys kind of tackle it from an HR standpoint? And what did you learn at the back end of all this now that we're almost through the through it all? Yeah. You know, at the at the onset, it felt like we were kind of building the plane as we were flying it and <laughs> and just encountering a lot of things that we really hadn't dealt with before, even though we're, you know, in a hospital setting where we're we're dealing with a lot of different situations, um, the pandemic just took it to a whole new level. And what I always tell people and kind of now looking back on it, we really just doubled down on the things that we did really well. So we had good momentum coming into it. We didn't have to start thinking for the first time about, boy, we really need to make sure we recognize and appreciate our associates for all the hard work and risks they take day in and day out to do their jobs and those kinds of things. Uh, communication, as you well know, critically important. And so we just, we didn't want to take our foot off the gas when it came to, to communicating. Uh, and, um, you know, back to recognition. I mean, I think we, I've, I've never worked for a company that puts so much focus on recognizing associates and we, we just tried to amplify that and, and make it even more important through things like our gem awards, um, the, Compass Night of Stars. We did that virtually this past year. So we didn't say, you know what, we're not going to do it. We did it. And we did it, I think, in an even more powerful way. So 
to me, it was just doubling down on a lot of things that we did really well, not taking any of that for granted. And, um, you know, just continuing to make sure we were flexible and adapted to things as we kind of learned how this pandemic was going to impact our business and our people. Andy, before we dive into all the uh, recruit the recruiting process and things like that, let's talk a little bit about statistics and what it really let's boil down to what it really cost us as a company when we bring in a new associate, train them, and then lose them, and they go off to do something else, and we have to start all over again. What are we talking about cost wise? Yeah, it's critically important, and we want to make sure that our operators understand that um, because it ha- it can have a big negative impact on on the business from a cost perspective. So. You know, Tommy, we tell people it can be upwards of 25% of someone's annual salary or income for the year. And there's a lot of things that contribute to that. If you think about the training required when you bring somebody new and you have to, to get them up to speed, um, when you're short-staffed, people working overtime, um, the, the recruiting costs themselves to, to, to post the job and advertise and all of that. So, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, uh, just a simple kind of example. I mean, if, if somebody has turned over about 20 people in a year, we're looking at probably at a minimum of close to $50,000 in costs due to that turnover. So, you know, it, it has a huge impact and, um, and it's a, it's a, one of the very important reasons we, we need to care about re- retaining our people. Um, and probably even more importantly, we just, we, we hire great people and we don't want to lose them. So okay. Well, let's talk about that because it is not only is it once you get the person in the door and they're working for you to try to retain them, but it's also, it's really important with the recruitment process is recruiting the right kind of people that you know are going to fit the mold and fit the culture for Compass One, but also, you know, you can get some longevity out of it, really want to be in there. Walk me through the recruitment process and what you guys look for and how the people that are listening can maybe improve their recruitment process with some tips you can give them. Sure. Yeah. You're, you're exactly right. If, if we're recruiting the right people, that has a direct impact on turnover, right? You hire the right people, you tend to keep them longer. And so we've made a lot in, a lot of investments in that process. You know, we have a dedicated talent acquisition team that can really bring the skill set, the technology, and help support the process. And then it also then is coupled with local hiring managers, making sure that they're really engaged in it. Uh, you know, one of the things that we've implemented really just over the past year or two are hiring assessments, both for hourly and for salaried associates. And that really gets underneath cultural fit. Um, it's more, you know, we, we don't use it as a knockout to say we are, aren't going to hire you, but it gives us some good insight into the people, what their development needs are, what their strengths are, and, and will they be the right fit for the roles that we're hiring for? So that, that's definitely something that I think has had a positive impact on, A, getting the right people in, but then retaining them for the long haul. Um, we, we, we don't use the, what I like to call kind of the, the post and pray approach where we, we put a, a job posting out there and see who applies and, 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 then, and then kind of put them through. We have a very targeted recruiting approach. So, uh, you know, between Tony Roten's team on the, on the salaried side or um, on the frontline side for, for, our, for our frontline associates that we hire, you know, we, we take a very targeted approach. We use a lot of artificial intelligence that really helps us get in touch with the right people so that we're reaching out to folks versus waiting for them to come to us. And I think that's another key to our, our success there. Um, we, we hire tens of thousands of people just within the healthcare sector every year. So uh, fortunately, we've gotten 
good at it. And, um, but it, it's, a, it's something you got to make sure you don't take for granted um, that you've made the right investments to, to assess, are they the right folks? Um, and then the other thing that I'll say right now, given just the overall climate for, for, for we have a kind of a tight labor pool, we got to get them in quickly. Uh, so we've really streamlined the application process so that it's just a few clicks to really get to an interview. And, uh, and we think that's something that's going to help us. We don't want to make it overly complicated. So, you know, doing those kinds of things, I think really give us a bit of an edge when it comes to attracting and recruiting talent. Let's talk more about that onboarding process, the training process, and how important that is in order to retain in our associates. That's right. We, we don't want people that, that first impression and that first day, that first right. week is, is important. And it can be when you tend to have a lot of turnover and fallout if people don't feel like, okay, this company is going to really help me be successful. So we, we have my great start. It's an onboarding program. That's something that we put people through again, day one to make sure that they start to get really acclimated with the business and, and the role and those kinds of things. We have training support. Again, if you think kind of about the associate life cycle, starting with that onboarding experience, then letting them know all the different types of job-related training, mm -hmm. leadership development, just different things that are going to help them for the long haul. So we make sure to let people know about that. And then over the life of their career, make sure that they get introduced to those different things based on where they are and what they want to do. If they're an hourly associate, how do we get the them trained to be a manager down the road? We have a a frontline manager training program um, called AMP or Accelerated Manager Program, Management Program. So, you know, there's different ways to make sure they can see what's going to help me right now and then look out into the future and know that we're going to support them for their long-term success. And I think that, I think that's key um, yeah. that, that people kind of have foresight to what that looks like. Yeah, no doubt. And I know that you alluded to it a little bit earlier when we first started talking, but about the um, the recognition is so important on a day-to-day -day basis with all our associates out there. And I know the GEM Awards are a big part of it and all the um, the Compass Night of Stars that you alluded to earlier that we did virtually this year, which actually turned out to be, like you said, a, a quite a successful story. Um, yeah. What can the people listening to this podcast and watching it, what can they kind of, what can you tell them as far as what you see as a result from the engage, from the recognition and how really ultimately important it is? And get, if you have any numbers or statistics, please throw them out. Yeah. Yeah, we actually had E15 do some kind of analysis between the connection on, on recognition and impact on turnover. And it, it has... Um, you know, multiple percentage point impact on improving turnover when when there's strong recognition. And, and I will tell you, it's something as a leadership team with Bobby, Tim Pierce, Tom Rockabell, the, the whole leadership team, we spend a lot of time talking about it and making sure that we're just not maintaining the status quo, that it, that it really is done in a very meaningful way um, and that it's very personalized and all those kinds of things. So you know, if you think about what are what's the top three things on any leader's mind within Compass One, I can tell you recognition is always at the top of that list because we know the impact it can have. Um, and, and look, this pandemic, uh, you know, we, we call our associates healthcare heroes, but and that's just it's it's the truth. I mean, they they, they yeah. going in every day and and being up against this this pandemic has has not been um, 
something that we take lightly. So that the importance of the recognition, I think, is we again we doubled down on it and made sure that that we didn't lose sight of it, and that if anything, we're trying to do more and more of it um, to to help keep people engaged and, and feeling proud of, of what they're doing every day. Let's talk real quick about, I know that there is the engagement survey results that came out. Um, can you expand upon those a little bit and just tell us what you, what you've found from the uh, engagement survey? Yeah, sure. So, you know, we do one about every other year, a full company-wide all associate engagement survey. So the last one was in 2019. This was the first one kind of still within the pandemic. So to be honest, I wasn't sure, Tommy, what we were going to hear. Yeah. Um, the good news is it was very positive. We came out at a, about a 77% favorability. And once you get into that 70 to 80% range, that's considered still best in class. Highly, There's a high bar to, to reach that number of people agreeing that everything we're doing is, is right. So, you know, very positive results. But the other thing I would say is the whole point of doing an engagement survey is continuous improvement. We know we're not perfect. We always want to do better. And that's really the spirit of the, the surveys. What else can we focus on? What else can we do? So, you know, on the, on the real strong side, I think people feel very connected to their job, how it contributes to the company's success, how it helps the customer, the patient in, in our case, you know, those kinds of things. I think we're, we're going to, based on what we heard from the survey in terms of opportunities, what really came through were things like, you know, more career development related things, um, more career advancement. So kind of the, the career development advancement um, items. And, and while we do a lot there, we can always do more. I think we can communicate more about what we do offer, make sure people feel like they have access to those things. Um, we're going to be investing in more education assistant type things if people really want to further their education to help them grow their career. So you know, we listen, we, I always kind of call it the you spoke, we listen. It's really important to hear that feedback and, and make sure that we have always have the spirit of how can we do, do better for our people. So, and that, that's really what it's about. So pleased with the results, we can always do better. And that's, that has to be the focus. You can't just say, Hey, those are great results. Everything is, you know, motherhood and apple pie. We want, we want to make sure we continue to look at how we can improve. Let's talk real quick about the human capital management reports. Um, what does that mean? What what are they, and how does it help you and what you do? You guys are doing. Yeah. So I've I so just I want to start with a little call out or shout out to Chelsea Edwards and team for helping us put those together. Um, I think they're just really powerful information and 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 documents um, that really outline a lot of the things that we do, again, across that life cycle from attracting people into the organization and then focusing on the development, the engagement, the retention. So a lot of um, best practices, really a theme around how important our associates are to the patient experience. And so you're just really kind of honing in on why we spend a lot of time thinking about all of those things from attracting to retaining, developing, engaging, helping drive performance, because it all contributes to our client success at the end of the day. They're an integral part of that team. And I think when you read those, that's what you're gonna kind of see bleed through is how important it is, um, not only to the clinical staff that sits within the hospital where, where the hospital's focused, but our teams are, are just yeah. an equal component of that success. So. Um, I'm really proud of how those have come out and, and the information we're sharing um, 
that really highlights a lot of what we've already just talked about today, Tommy. So yeah, good stuff. So Andy, let me ask you before we uh, switch gears here and have a little more fun with the podcast, where can our listeners and viewers, where can we, where can they find this information, this human capital management reports? Where can we uh, find more best practices on, on recruiting, retention and developing? Where can we find all this stuff? Sure. Yeah, it's a great question. In terms of the reports themselves and all that great reading information, um, you, you know, you can go out to the compass1healthcare.com, our, our, our website. There's okay. a learning center, and, and you can get access to those there. I also know a lot of us are posting them on social media. So if you're on Facebook or LinkedIn, you'll, you'll see them out there. But I would, I would point people to our website. And then also, of course, my team, uh, of, uh, we've got HR professionals around the country, our regional HR business partners, our senior HR directors that are, are here to assist and, and really make, help make sure that this stuff comes to life for our, our, uh, our teams, our associates out there. So you can always uh, feel free to reach out to us as well. Um, and we'll uh, reach out to me directly. We'll point you in the right direction. So I think between those things, what we can make sure people have these best practices in their hands. Yeah, awesome. Really good stuff. Andy, thank you so much for all that insight. But before I let you go, I'm going to put you on the Compass One Connections hot seat. Um, let's do it. Okay, are you ready? I'm going to put one minute on the clock. And we are going to get to know Andy Moss a little better. Are you ready? Here we go. First question. Favorite actor of all time, Andy? Tom Hanks. Ah, what, what movie? What's your I'm favorite a huge movie? Tom Hanks fan. I, well, Apollo 13, I think, is I just, that, what an amazing true story and, and powerful acting. But he's just such a, I think, good ethical guy. I think he's somebody who would fit really well with Encompass One Healthcare. I know that's I just agree. the vibe I get from I him. would agree. Yes. Okay. Pizza or hamburgers? Hamburgers with pepper jack cheese and guacamole. <laughs> My man knows his food. Do you ever play the lottery? <laughs> no, but I do buy lottery. I buy the lottery scratch off things for people on their birthday cards just for fun. Nice. Has anybody ever won anything? No, but I have a little like caveat in my card. Like if you win, you have to share. I have to tell you, there's guys on the truth. I do the same thing with my Christmas cards. I give everybody a scratch off and I put the same thing on there. I love it. Um, <laughs> favorite TV show ever? Gosh, I like the Ozarks. Ooh. I don't know if you saw it with Jason. Yeah, just wow, what an intense show. Yeah, they filmed yeah. some of that down here in Atlanta, actually. Yeah, that's a good show. Yeah. All right, so it went off pretty quick, but I want to ask you one more question. Um, this is a, a tough one. How do you like your steak cooked? Medium rare. Medium rare. There you go. That's all we needed to know. Right there. Andy, thank you so much, really, for joining us on Compass One Connections today. Um, a lot of great information and such vital information to this overall success and future of our company. So thank you so much for what you guys do. And we appreciate you joining us on Compass One Connections. Hey, I appreciate it. And I just want to say, Tommy, the people are the key to our success. So we appreciate everything that everybody does for us. And it is vitally important, everything we we do to help support that. So thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Andy. As always, thanks for joining us on Compass One Connections. I'm Tommy Kane. And be sure to rate us on the app you're using to listen. We'll see you next time.